Hey there, good people. You are listening to Oh My Josh. So I have a very simple yet very serious question, and I really hope that you can help me out with this. At what age do we grow up? And I know that may sound rhetorical, but I really would like to know, like, at what point do we just, like, stop caring about being cool? You know, I mean, okay, let me let you know where that question comes from. So I've encountered some people who are well above the age of 18, which we say is, you know, the legal age or the grown age, which, you know, I have questions about that, too, because 18-year-olds are not as equipped mentally as we give them credit for. Um, but that's beside the point. But I, I've come into contact with some adults, matured adults, matured as in age, not in actual maturity, because as we know, maturity and age are not always exclusive. But they are so concerned about being cool. And I'm like, hey, you're 40, 50, 60. Like, why are you concerned about being cool? I, I mean... Honestly, God forbid, you're probably losing a significant number of your peers at this age. So it's like, why do you even care anymore, you know, about what other people are thinking about you? And to give you some context, I I, I have a coworker who is very much into uh, appearances. Actually, more than one coworker, actually. And these are people who are well above 35, and they are very, very concerned about how they are perceived and how they are. They want to be cool. And it's like, now I understand, of course, you want to, you know, uh, be taken seriously, be taken a certain way. But it's like, at what point are you so concerned about what people are looking at as far as your clothes and your your shoes and your cars? It's like, if you're not paying for them, like, <laughs> why do you care? It's all very high school to me. And, and, and to give you, let you know about myself, like, I, I've never been one to care about what other people think so much, especially in regards to, like, my fashion sense and how I, you know, present myself out in the world. Because, okay, so in school, I, I wasn't popular. I, I would I would say I wasn't popular. Um, But again, I come from a very small town. And um, there were only, uh, like I said before, there were only four elementary schools in the entire county. And my mother was a teacher in the county, so she taught a quarter of all the kids in the county. So when I got to middle school and high school, everyone knew who I was um, because I was her son. I asked my mom all the time that for the first 13 years of my education career, I was Mrs. Henderson's son. Like, I, I didn't even have a name. Everyone knew me as Mrs. Henderson's son. So th- I... That being the case, I don't consider myself as being popular. People knew who I was because of that. But other than that, like, people wouldn't actually know I existed. <laughs> well, I don't want to sound like I was, you know, just in a corner somewhere the entire time of my life. Um, But I wasn't in any clubs. I wasn't an athlete. Um, I don't have an athletic bone in my body. Um, And uh, so and I did love... Uh, art and theater and creative things like that. But we didn't really have those kind of things when I was in school. It, it, they they kind of came later, like towards the end of my, you know, uh, um, grade school career, 
Um, but yeah, I, like I was actually even forced to join the school choir. Um, the director of the choir uh, knew me because, again, if you didn't know me from being my mom, you knew me from church. So he, he was a, a church goer and he was like, you joining the choir, right? And I just kind of looked and he was like, you joining the choir, right? And so eventually I, I just stayed after school and I'm glad I did because, I, I, like I said before, I, I can be very introverted and people kind of think that I'm, I'm stuck up. But I'm like, and all honestly, I, I'm very shy. Um, and I just don't, you know, I don't like to feel like I'm putting myself on somebody, if that makes any sense. I'm like, because there are some people who just like, they walk in a room and you know they're there. Like, you just have to pay attention to them. And and that's fine. And, and that's good. And that's, if that's who you are, if that's genuinely who you are, be that. That's not who I am or who I was or probably who I'm, I'm going to be. I'm just Josh, you know? And and I told my friends at the time that, you know, I, I'm an actor and I can act, but I can't be fake. Like, those two things are something that I, I go by, I live by. Like, there, there's no need to be fake. And, and we're, we're getting off, you know, the subject. We're kind of going on a tangent. But my, my point is, is that I've never really cared about being cool. So when I meet people who are so adamant about having the right clothes and having the right shoes and having the right car and having the right... Like, why do you care? Especially when you're at the point in your life where everything you have, you're getting yourself. Right? Because I I also live by, if you're not feeding me, (laughs) you're not financing me, and you're not freaking me, I don't give a freak about you or your opinions. In that regard. Now, I will say that I do care about your opinion about this podcast. I do hope that you're enjoying it. Um, I'm doing it so that you would enjoy it. But if you're not enjoying it, then there are other podcasts that you can be listening to. I appreciate you, you know, at least giving giving it a try. Uh, and if you don't like it, yeah, you know, um, maybe you can come back and find another subject that, that you do like, um, you know, because we all have different tastes, uh, of course. And sometimes the flavor that you got today, you, you don't like. Maybe you come come back and try it again. You might like it. Um, but again, another tangent. But what I what I'm essentially saying is that why are we 50 years old and and we're only doing certain things because we have to maintain this like rapport around people who most times could care less about you anyway. I mean, most people are so concerned with their own lives that. They really don't care what you got going on. They might, you know, say something, you know, I might make a snide comment and all that, and they want to go back to their little huts and just, like, talk about you. But at the end of the day, like I said, let them do their thing. Right. Because, I mean, everyone's going to have an opinion. I mean, this podcast is pretty much all opinion-based. And you can't change anyone's opinion, no matter what you do. I mean, there's a saying that people are going to talk whether you're doing bad or good. So my thing is do something that you feel works for you and your life. Don't go and do things because you want somebody to accept you um, and your decisions. Because nine times out of ten, they probably won't. They might tell you they will, but again, they have their own thing going on. And And I have some people who I know who surround themselves with people who uh, are socially and economically lower than them in order to make themselves feel better. And it's like, 
those people aren't your friends. They're just supporting the narrative that you have about yourself. Because if you are so intimidated by people who are doing better than you that you can't be friends with them, then maybe there's some time that you need to reconsider, you know, what you're doing with your life. And what do you mean by that, Josh? I mean that, me personally, I would I'd like to be around people who elevate me, who force me to do better and be better and want better for myself. If I'm always the smartest person in the room, then, you know, to me, something's wrong. Like, I, I can't grow from that. I, I'm someone who considers myself a forever student. I always want to continue to better myself. And, and that's not to say that you shouldn't have friends, you know, who aren't maybe on the same, you know, social economic level than you. Of course not. I, I mean, you need those friends too because maybe you're their person to help, you know, pull them up. But if they're only there to support the 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 image that you have of yourself then they're a crutch. They're not a friend. Where this all essentially came from was from uh, a specific co-worker uh, who I did mention before, who said that, uh, he told me the story of how uh, some years ago he had the opportunity to um, potentially have this great uh, career, something that he actually wanted to do with his life um, because, you know, he, he enjoyed doing it. And so he was presented with this opportunity to... Uh, go this certain career path that, that he actually wanted. But they requested that he cut off his hair or, or cut off his beard or, you know, he had to look a certain way. And because they asked him to do that, he turned them down. It's like, first of all, hair grows. like It's going to grow back. And of, of course, I mean, the longer you're in that position, you know, the, the you know, the longer you're in, 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 in a certain job position that things kind of get a little bit lenient because they know your work ethic. And and I got to say, this guy has a excellent work ethic. Like once he knows his job, like he's going to do it to the best of his ability. Um, but at that time, he couldn't get past the fact that he couldn't go around looking this way because, you know, he had a certain street cred that he had to maintain. And I'm like, bro, what? And, and what's... <laughs> What's so crazy about all of that is that now he's bald. Yeah, let, let, let that sink in. So, like, it was eventually going to happen to you anyway. Like, this hair was going to leave you anyway. Why not be in the career path that you wanted to be in and be bald? Because, <laughs> I mean, because genetics are going to do their thing no matter what, right? And even to this day, it's still affecting him because he's still bringing it up. And I think now he's realizing that Maybe he should have cut his hair and, and see what could have happened to his career and what could have happened to his life, you know? And, and uh, that's what I'm saying. Don't miss out on opportunities because of what other people are going to say or what you think they're going to say. The main takeaway that I want you to have from this particular episode is that you are the only you you can be. So be that. Be authentically that. Because when you're being your authentic self, opportunities and things are going to come your way that are going to benefit you because they fall in line with who you are genuinely as a person. Now, are things going to be perfect? No, of course not. Life's not perfect. None of us are perfect. But when you're being your real self, you don't have to fake the funk in the moment. You can actually enjoy them because you're being who you are. 
So what I'm saying is being you is cool. You don't have to get in, give into the peer pressures of others. And I know a lot of times we, we say that for, you know, uh, younger kids and, and teenagers, but it's true for adults as well. Be who you are, because at the end of the day, that's who you go to bed with. That's who you get up with. And that's who you want to have to face in the mirror every morning and every night. So this one is for the cool in you. Thanks for listening. This has been Oh My Josh. Oh, 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 o